Hello and welcome to the Who's Museum podcast. My name is John B. McKenna. I'm a musician. I'm going to be acting as a investigator and researcher for this podcast and for this project. Who's Museum was founded in Canada in 2008 on the initiative of artist Laura Hatfield when a group of touring musicians began a collection of objects and drawings. The premise is simple, anyone can donate anything to the collection. So far, it consists of objects that range from the banal to the bizarre. Maybe you can tell that right now I'm reading from a piece of paper about what the museum is. But I think for this podcast, it's much better if information is gathered through conversation and sound in general. So let's go to the first interview that I did with Laura Hatfield during the building and installation of Who's Museum in the gallery Kretz. Since October, we basically planned a, a full year's program. And in January, I got the keys and, and we started building pretty soon after. Uh, diner-themed curiosity cabinet for Who's Museum and and invited guests. Um, so right now we're about to open the whole project with Chapter 1 and it'll feature Max Ockborn's work, who's a Malmo-based artist who works with sculpture and installation mostly, has some writing as well. And it's full on. We've got a great um, help from Johannes Raust who's been a, a great carpenter friend to have. Um, there's diner booths being set up and and a bar and uh, wood paneling and curiosity cabinet on a whole wall. So the whole place is being reconstructed. When is Whose Museum has it ever had a, a place before? Has uh, it ever been situated somewhere or has it always been roaming the world? It's always been roaming. In storage somewhere? It's been shipping around in boxes and uh, on loan in different places or lost or traded. Hmm. Um, the most of it is in my studio in Malmo, about to be moved here. But there's a lot in Canada. There's some in the Netherlands, in Georgia, in uh, the U.S. We have a plant, a cactus, with a guy named Ken Bell. He's been caring for it for about nine years. I think you'll get in touch with I'm him. I'm interested in this cactus, uh, man. I w- I'm looking forward to interviewing him. I don't want to ask you too much about it, because... No, you'll find out. But I think that's the fun thing, is just give him a call and see what he says about yeah, what happened. I'll call Cactus We probably man. have different stories anyway, but he's a good friend now. Mm. Collaborator. Hello? Hi, Ken. Hi. This is John McKenna. So you? how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, 6 o'clock. Six o'clock in the evening here. It's already dark. Oh, wow. You're up quite north. How much sunlight do you get? Well, we last night, the sun set at uh, 5.55. I'm trying to avoid showing my ignorance of uh, American geography because I had to Google uh, Washington to make sense of what's <laughs> Washington, D.C. and what's Washington... Uh, the state. Yes, it's quite a ways away. Yeah, <laughs> There's a lot of liberal, this is a, one of the most liberal states there is. I mean, yeah. um, I met Laura in, I'll tell you what day it was, May 4th, 2010 was when I met her. 
and uh, that's why I adopted the cactus. <laughs> Little Bill. Little Billy. We're like a living uh, part of the huge museum. I don't know if there's any other people that are of a living museum, but uh, hmm. that's us. You know, when I first got him, I, I, I met him in, on Vancouver, or on uh, Gasworks. I got the cactus in May, and I'm walking around Vancouver, and I'm walking with this cactus in my hand, and it's kind of raining, and all these people are looking at me like, what's that guy doing with a cactus in Vancouver? <laughs> walking around town <laughs> with him in my hand, you know? <laughs> so that was kind of funny. I was thinking, I, I should just, I should film this and go into little places and tell them about the cactus, yeah. but I never, I never did. It was a long way, as we just hiked down from the hotel all the way down to there and took a little boat over to the, the uh, Granville Islands, what it's called. Mm. Granville, yeah. And it was in a, a Silver Bullet uh, Streamline Traveler or something, what was it? Yeah, they had a, a Airstream. You know, it looks like a big, huge bullet. It uh, looks chrome, like a big chrome bullet is what oh, yeah. it looks like. I've seen one of those. And uh, yeah. I was just walking along and all of a sudden I saw Dr. Story. This lady standing out there, she's got a white smock on and... Uh, She's got a clipboard, and she comes up and says, well, you know, you're interested in the Who's Museum. I, I don't know what it is, but I'm interested. <laughs> and uh, she says, well, come on in, in the trailer. So I walk in the trailer, and there's all these people sitting there. And I thought, well, what is this? Like, am I going to be in a cult or something like that? You know, and mm-hmm. um, all these people, are, and there's all this stuff on the table. And he said, well, here's some of the things we have in the museum. And he says, well, you can either uh, take one and take it home, or you can destroy it. You have to talk to the people in the you know, on the dais or whatever they call it, you know, and I looked at all this stuff and the little cactus was there and I said, well, can I, can I take this cactus? And they said, yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> so I signed adoption papers for this cactus mm-hmm. and uh, I'm supposed to, it says two years beginning May 4th, mm-hmm. ending May 4th, 2011, and I'm supposed to send a picture every week and water it and keep, keep it alive, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it's actually a Canadian, a Canadian cactus, and uh, so that was after two years. Laura said, "You know, do you mind keeping the cactus a little bit longer? Because I'm in—I uh, don't remember if she was in Sweden or she was in Norway at the time. I can't remember." Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, "Yeah, no problem." So that was like nine years ago. Okay, and I haven't sent a picture every month. You know, yeah. I at least send it three, four times a year because. Um, I try to think of all these different things to do with Billy, but he's, he doesn't do much. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had a thought of maybe, oh, my wife has this thought. I don't know if I go along with it, but split Billy up, okay? Because he, he's ready to, if you wanted to make more cactus out of him, okay. cacti, you could do it right now. Hmm. And I was thinking, give it to people all over the world so little Billy you know, lives on. And yeah. uh, But I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I haven't talked to Laura about that one yet. I'm not sure. I think that's it. That's a great, a great idea. I can even... Oh, you do? I can mention it to, to Laura, because I think that's a beautiful thing to do. There's a book called Here and After. Have you ever seen that book? I've not seen it. It's a, um, it's a book that from published in Sweden, and it's an art book. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's got different people in it. I believe Laura's got some stuff in here. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's an article about us in there. Yeah, Laurel Hatfield's on page 18 and 19. Let's see what she did. Um, oh, that's me. <laughs> she put me in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a story about us in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of my friends know who little Billy is. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes they, they ask about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like he's a human being. <laughs> How's little Bill doing? Ah, he's pretty good. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's still green, mm. you know. I should send you a picture of little Billy. Yeah, you should um, send him. I'll send you some pictures. Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah, I can. I'll just attach him. I'll just attach him to an email and send you some yeah. some plants. I actually found some old ones and I sent them to Laura recently. Gosh, it's kind of weird. I think. I, I think it's cool. The idea that I liked about the Who's Museum is that it's actually the People's Museum, mm-hmm. and it's live. It's going on all the time between mm-hmm. people. It's not like you go in there and looking at uh, Tutankhamun laying there. You know, mm-hmm. huh? dead. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's more. Uh, it's yeah, it's still it's like a living little organism that goes around. You know, there's people that are involved and they know each other and they get to be friends. Okay, it was been really nice talking to you. I'll send yeah, you some emails, and if you want to talk to me some more, yeah, we can make a little segment and we'll, yeah, we'll just keep in touch. And if you're, I'm, I'm serious about it. If you come up here, come on by because uh, you know. Thanks, man. You're my friend now. You're my old pal from, yeah. from Scotland. Yeah, you're my good, my good friend. Man. I know, I know all the Scottish people now. <laughs> okay, well, have a great evening. Okay, you too, and thank, thank you very much. Talk care. to you later. Thanks a lot. Cheers. You too. Bye. Bye. So that's from a conversation I had with Kenneth Bell. He seems to have a lot of interesting stories outside of those that are connected to the museum. So I think we'll continue to speak to Kenneth. I became interested in somebody he mentioned called Dr. Story. I think in the next episodes I'll try and contact her and other people that have been involved in the past whether it be musicians or artists, people who worked for the museum, just generally the community around it. I have a lot of recordings from the installation and the building of the first chapter, but they were quite stressful for a listener. So I'll just show some snippets right now of like the things being sawn in half. Nails falling on the ground and echoing around the room. Flush. The coffee machine bubbling. The next interview I have here is a conversation between myself, Laura Hatfield, Johannes Roust and Max Ockborn. I have a... Uh, to understand what whose museum is, I have a pedagogical idea. Yes. That is that I was at a beach in Scotland, and then I picked up these rocks and shells, and then I thought, hmm, I'm going to keep these. And then I thought, no, I would like to donate them to the museum. Oh. How do I do that? You have to fill out a form. Okay. Without the form, I can't accept them. Yeah. Um, but you're welcome to come by. We open in about uh, an hour. This is really? a very nice stone. It is very nice collection here. I think that's here. clay or something. It's like so. compacted clay. So it's like at some stage <laughs> between being clay and stone. This but it's got also like... Um, yeah. I have no idea. Are you well, sure you want to donate now. them? Yeah. But it's, do you it's not nice feel it's shape. still a little bit soft? It's yeah, but that could be just a type of stone. I have mm. a similar one from Utah. Yeah. This one is cool. Oh, I like this a lot. I tell you, this beach, all the stones Ooh. were so amazing. Like, the colors yeah. of them are... These ones are very I red. saw your pictures from where you were. It looked beautiful. Mm. 
This looks like granite to me, but very with a lot of chunks of the chisel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm. I made a recording on the beach, right? And mm. it's one of those ASMR things. Let me show it. Um, is it this? It's funny though, because if granite is this rounded, it's been rolling around against hard things for a long time. Mm. It's a very hard stone. Like in the shore of the ocean yeah. and the waves pushing it around. That's a really so cool big. shell. I mean, all sand is like thick. That. This one's perfect for squeezing. This, this is the sound of the, the seaweed on the beach. And it's there's all these little there was all these little holes. Yeah. And it was just when the waves went over it, it kind of stopped. And then when it went away again, it just you could hear all the these really tiny bubbles. Eating the plankton. That's that's the sort of uh, ASMR stuff I'm into. That's yeah. where you got these stones. Yeah. And it made that cool. This one is sound. super purple. I know. Yeah. Like, look at the color on this one. Yeah. There's two colors and it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Is that one purple? Yeah. It's a very deep purple, like a Bordeaux. They're all very. Yeah. Very nice. John, are you sure yeah. you want to donate these to Who's Museum? Yeah. You and realize that their safety and security can be unknown in that situation. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm totally Someone fine with that. Someone could put them into a sculpture or... Well, that's why I was bringing it up here, because I was then thinking like, oh, I guess if Max likes them, <laughs> then after I've donated them, <laughs> then Max can actually submit a form. So I understand, maybe you can explain this. Uh, to alter them. Yeah, to take All away right. it, take away an object. Is that not? Um, it's not so much take it away. Um, things that enter the collection, they stay in the collection, even if their physical properties leave. But um, Max could sort certainly say, "I'd like to alter this work in the collection," and it will stay still stay in the collection. It would still be in the collection, it. but maybe it ends up like the eye in one of Max's sculptures, and then it goes with max but yeah. mm. we still care for it intellectually i guess yeah and emotionally but uh yeah so in my head i was just thinking like oh imagine i brought donated these stones and then max liked one of them yeah and then was able to take it away i know it's still part of the museum and then you could modify it or apply and say Applied to make a modification, is that yeah. correct? Mm. I already accidentally did that <coughs> once. Yeah? It became a sort of big conceptual work because basically I don't understand paperwork very well. So I thought I was helping Laura to put take them down mm. from, from Celsius the Celsius projects. Mm-hmm. But then I put them in a pile and I figured I'll like, we'll take away the tape. the tape on the back later. That was a bad idea. He stuck them all together. <laughs> for 10 years, I had meticulously cared for these works on paper, and they'd been up and down in lots of very strange venues. And then I got them from Max in a sticky pile, all stuck together, face to face to back. Yeah. And uh, there's yeah. now, like, rectangular uh, voids on all of these drawings. So I'm now accepted. It. It's just part of their history. Um, it was me that was picking picking up and I got given that pile <laughs> and when I got given that pile I was like oh shit, shit. Oh. Yeah. 
it was oh and, and then we yeah. then i had to come studio. to you yeah. and give you that pile in the studio this is probably the in, most interesting call i got last year though laura calls like wait where's laura i was doing Max, something was this was intentional like, no it was more like do you hate me why would you do <laughs> <No>. this <laughs> let's have a beer and talk about it <laughs> And then I was like, uh, maybe you can make it up to me. I'm doing a project next year. Yeah. Do you wanna? Yeah. <laughs> do you wanna get involved? That's Which that I would. Fun. I would have anyways. That's cool. Yeah, it wasn't just <clears throat> that I like bribed you. Yeah. But um. Well, this is good. So yeah. Information for the. Yeah. For the podcast. Yeah. But it is uh, there is a bureaucratic level to the project like that because if you would give me one of these stones, I could go and glue it to my sculpture, and you would. I mean then. There's just some paperwork that would follow, but... Mm. No, there wouldn't be any. There could be. No, because it's mine. But I, but would, if I would follow you with the paperwork. <laughs> Sign here. Paper trail. Altered work. Yeah. Um, but actually, Max currently has a piece of the collection on one of the sculptures at the museum. Uh, I do? Yeah, the butter knife. Right, right, yeah, right, right. Can right. I borrow this? Sure. Yeah, yeah, right, I do. I don't know if yeah. it's coming back. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Start writing up loads of paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's it's true. It's called a outgoing loan. You have to fill out for that. Yeah, one. but it's interesting though because let's say that that sculpture was uh, sold, mm. and then um, what what would happen then? Then uh, we yeah. can fill out a outgoing loan agreement with the, the buyer. Yeah, with the buyer. With you first, and yeah. then <laughs> and then uh, it can be a long term loan like the cactus in the U.S. Mm. That's been gone for ten years, but. You know what this reminds me of is I was on a plane at some point. I was on a plane and I met this lawyer and she was really, really uninterested in me and anything I was <laughs> saying. She was like, oh, what have you been doing? I was like, oh, I'm a musician. I've been playing. She was like, right. So anyway, I'm a lawyer and uh, she's really like into being a lawyer. And she told me that like aeroplanes are owned in these weird strange ways so like the wing could be owned by hundreds of different investors or entities and like so you think that a company owns a plane but they're like renting them out and then there's loads and loads of companies that are owning specific parts of the plane like oh this company owns this part of this plane so it's a treaty more or less yeah so it's like that with yeah. this artwork that yeah mm. it would be yeah. it would be good yeah. to make an artwork that has yeah. all these different yeah ownerships sure. and then sign it off mm. i mean i think <laughs> if it were to leave the the museum and you wanted to keep the butter knife from yeah. the collection I might like to write the accession number on it like I normally do with all yeah. the other objects. And then I would uh, just like some paperwork so we know where it went, you know. Yeah. And then it's still in the collection, but it's... Yeah. And sometimes things stick, like there's this rock that I don't know why it keeps following everywhere I go with his museum. I mm. keep finding this rock and I'm like actually trying not to take it along, mm. but it's insisting on being part of the collection, so we have to let it. Mm. Is that the one Molly picked out of the... It's kind of like grey with white stripes, yeah. and it's a bit like mountain nice left. Yeah, you liked it too. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's nice. It's nice, but then it's, who's going to fill out the form? The rock? I mean... Mm. Maybe Molly can... If Molly can fill out the form <laughs> with her paw, then... Well, mm. I mean, maybe... It if it wants it enough, maybe you can help out fill out the form because what not everybody likes filling. I hate filling out forms, but I, 
That's one of my favorite donations, actually, was a donation form with um, brown oil pastel written, I hate forms over it. Mm, I think we should frame that. I feel for that person. It's good, though. (laughs) But it's okay to hate forms. I I hate forms. You don't have to... I prefer forms to writing just text. I would prefer to have... A form that tells me what I have to write. No, I'm the opposite. I think. But don't you think? But you know, I don't. I don't feel that I have. To, I don't hate the system. You know, it's no. not about that at all. It's just I. It's the whole form thing. Mm. I kind of hate forms too, but it's one way to just keep track of a lot of different people who yeah. are connecting with the project actually, and just yeah. know what the stories are behind the objects because for some people that's an important part when no, they donate I like when you donate fantastic. this rock collection you probably want to say where you got it from and the sounds the mm, beach that's made. true you know I can I donate that sound as well yeah <laughs> from the beach oh yeah of yeah donate as the same same object yeah oh that would be nice <laughs> yeah. comes, comes as a cluster but I think it's great what, you know, what are the limits of what you can donate sorry uh, there are no limits anyone can donate I'm anything. just trying to think like can you donate your soul? An idea? Yeah, and um, I actually thought about it the other day that what if someone donates like I'm I want to donate a work where I throw the whole collection in the garbage, <laughs> and I have to accept it because yeah, sure, everything can be donated. The museum has. However, yeah, maybe it's <clears> like <throat> that's the donated donating a idea or a concept that. It can be activated whenever. But I mean, all, no. these, all of these things can happen, of course. Exactly. But the thing is, they haven't yet. Because haven't it's yet. so open that you can donate anything. Basically, if I filled out a form saying, I'm going to burn all the, all everything in the, yeah. in the museum, and that's what I'm donating, yeah. I, you would have to let me do that, right? Yeah. Well, you cannot, yeah. you cannot object for, of that and say, like, um, this is a bit too extreme. If it's illegal stuff, I guess you sort of have to, though. I mean, I'm you don't really not sure. I take it as it comes. Yeah, that's mm. what I mean. You don't uh, know until it happens. There's been things like a uh, a sink in a bar that was donated, and obviously the person donating it didn't own it, mm. and we couldn't just remove it from the bar with a crowbar mm. and take off, so... Yeah, but you're not going to want to go to jail, right? No, and we just took a picture and, and of it. And then I mean it. the prison, not the school. Oh, that's because the picture there is uh, yeah, in the collection is, yeah, now. Yeah, actually, it's, nice. in, it's in the cabinet right now. But um, we'll see to, what happens. I want to donate my life to the museum. <laughs> <laughs> Someone did donate themselves. Oh. Yeah. I think I was testing the boundaries of it, but let's go the other way. <laughs> this positive way. The positive way. Mm. Or I was thinking inside for some reason. I was trying to push to find where the the, the boundaries of what... And it seems like there is... Donate no, my no kidney boundary. to the museum if someone needs it in the future. That's a that's very positive that's very positive you're an artist like <laughs> as a musician you can donate an evening for play to someone's mm. wedding or bar mitzvah yeah. oh, that's that's a really nice yeah. you're coming up with lots of great positive yeah. ideas i am a very good id spitter P- positive you're positive More. i Who can come i can come up with negatives too but <laughs> that was before <laughs> No, I think you're right. I'm older now. And I think also if you're... I, I mean... I think it's <laughs> it's interesting that in in the... Like when you're talking about ideas, I like that. But I'm just going to pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> uh, like uh, it's, it's so much more raw and to make yourself vulnerable and be optimistic and positive is actually more challenging than it is to like test boundaries and like be risky you know like there's a lot of 
that's for a long time that's sort of dominated like uh, music and art about oh how far can we push it and there's sort of like been a they've missed the the, the it, vulnerabilities it there like when you say it, no, like when you oh, put I, it, when you put it like this it feels like maybe I should explain myself <laughs> 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 but I don't I I meant it actually as a positive thing but as another what the the negative aspect but it was actually really cool to meet Joe it was only last summer or spring just by a mm. chance and then we got talking about how you've worked with lots of artists with installations and then I just made a mental note and then when this project came up I was like I know just the person four months later and now you're sure. forever part of Who's Museum yes <laughs> I even loaned you myself you your life <laughs> no, kind of I don't I loaned a 3D printed sculpture a 3D printed sculpture of myself, sculpture of oh, myself cool to the museum I seen, I seen this in an image on Instagram and I could see the little statue, and I was like, "That's that's Joe. That's that." Yeah, <laughs> I could. See, we'll see, see what happens. There is a an idea that an original is gonna be part of the museum full time. Yeah, cool. We're gonna but try to make a purchase so we can purchase the rights for Joe to make multiples of the sculpture. Yeah, oh. you're gonna to invest in a three D printer for whose museum? So you no, can I have not anytime a, soon. You can recreate the lost <laughs> objects. That would be really nice. <laughs> well, the, the, the straw without the object, of course. How do you reproduce them? Yeah, well, you just get hire a three D artist. We used to have an online database, but it crashed. Hmm. And then I thought, oh, it's trying to tell me something. Doesn't want to be cataloged. Doesn't want to be yeah. sitting in a searchable thing. Too much like data overflow. Yeah, there's the, the backup. The problem of backup. That too. Hmm. But uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about making it just a. A page where it's just like thumbnails of all the collection and if you just click them you see the info and that's yeah. it mm, and mm. not searchable and not in order mm. no, and just good. see everything it's a good idea but i don't know what platform so if anyone has advice you were saying out there on the interworld sorry mm. you were saying before about like sometimes in the history the the, the objects kind of tend to leave or come back or, or come back and this straw you were talking about i wonder if this person still have anxiety or if yeah, it's we should gone. get in touch mm-hmm. maybe you should call him john yeah oh, is it a friend of yours no no man. but, but um, we have the information oh, the, the podcast i'm yeah. going to research the yeah, yeah. actually before i go and open the museum shortly i was wondering hmm. maybe john you could say a bit about how this podcast will be um like a way for you to figure out what whose museum is or who it's been involved with or where yeah. it's been or that's just the way I want to approach it I want to it's so nice to have a little project to investigate <laughs> that's the sort of person I am I'm one of these people that if I get a, an album I'll read all the little things and try and understand everything so I'm viewing it in that sense I would like to investigate it and invite people along on the journey to i don't know yeah it sounds great like it you're basically a researcher Mm -hmm. yeah but um so how far have you gotten with this first chapter yeah um we're we're currently doing it (laughs) 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 it would be nice maybe if somewhere you know i haven't seen it finished I haven't oh. seen yeah, you the have, Are you going to come today? Yeah, I'm going to come today. Nice, I'll make continue. some coffee yeah. for you. How do you... I mean, that's something we should talk about. How do you feel How do you feel about the finished... The first, the first chapter as the first installation? 
Can I start? Yeah. Sure. I, th- I think uh, it, I think it's uh, wonderful what we created, the three of us together. So what I tell people when they come there is that there is like a three-part exhibition of sorts. Um, there's the collaboration between me and Johannes and um, Laura. <coughs> Lena, my girlfriend, has been helping out a lot also. Mm-hmm. And Maria Varen. And Maria and, well some other people <laughs> along the way mm-hmm. yeah but um so that that collaboration is one part where we restructure the whole gallery space to work in a sort of more fluent way i think mm. so now it's um simply very nice to just be there and use the place for whatever you want to mm. and as laura so graciously said from the beginning there will always be free coffee Mm. <laughs> that's great so you can actually just mm-hmm. I mean even if you want to sit and work for a while you mm. can sit in this standard booth and I mean that's what it's good to say this on the podcast that uses yeah. like I mean if you haven't been there if you're not going to see it yeah it's you've recreated a, a diner yeah and wooden panelling so it makes me think of mm. like a Finnish cabin yeah mm. it's a mix I think yeah but then, so then the second part is that Laura, so so um, we we built also this shelf that uh, contains the museum collection where you can see all these different objects. Cabinets. Yeah. Cabinets. And people have been adding to it since we opened. We've had some new donations mm-hmm. and then once they're catalogued, they end up on the... And on the, 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 on the diner, ta- on the tables, the two tables where the with the couches, there's forms where you can fill out if you want to donate. Or and if you have questions. And the other form is if you want to ask something about an object, you can submit that and then somebody? It's actually, mm. you can ask about anything. You can be like, what is this project? Why am yeah. I here? Who are mm. you? Yeah. Um, there's an artist in Berlin named Teresa Kampmeyer who will send you a very nice written response to any questions that mm. you have. Yeah. So she's actually working on one right now to uh, someone by the name of Leif Ockborn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my father had a question about uh, a bear pin yes. mm-hmm. that he liked very much. But yeah. yeah, so then, so that's the second part uh, for, for as I see it. And then the third part is that Laura invited me to show something mm. uh, in this first chapter. So then mm. I have these four uh, sculptures that are trying to, well, basically relate to the whole situation that we all created, I think. Mm. I know they've offered to stay till the end of March, but I really hope some of them will stick around for the for yeah. a little longer. Maybe. Yeah, I'm talking. Uh, <laughs> talking to Maria Benz. Is it Benz? Benz. <coughs> we started talking about if they should stay a little bit for her. Yeah. Mm. Chapter. Maria is the next chapter. Though. Yeah, and Alana Lynch from oh, they're Canada doing Berlin. Other two. Yeah. They'll be in the same chapter, yeah. but mm. they're working. Yeah. You know, at the same time, in but tandem. differently. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll be a bit pseudoscience laboratory meets yeah. uh, wild painting installation. Yeah, Ooh. because Maria's paintings and those sculptures, I think, They're will really work really together. good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and dogs are allowed. Dogs are allowed. Pigeons, cats, cats pigeons. ducks, pigeons. Lots well, of spiders. I think it's like well-behaved <laughs> dogs because there are like pieces in the museum that are that could be broken very fast or eaten. <laughs> yeah. Johannes has a dog that is lovely. Yeah, yeah, but it's very well behaved. I don't behaved. know if it's super well behaved, but yeah. Molly's lovely. Molly's well behaved. I love yeah. her. Mm, good. She gave us lots of good cuddles during install. Yeah. I have to say, it was a really intense installation period, but and it went, you know, it was like some moments got really tense, 
And then <laughs> at the it. end, it just felt like a big cuddle puddle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was. And now I feel really, really super bonded with you. I can s- I can yeah. sense it. Really, I mean, I've only experienced the middle of the install, which was very like <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. intense. What's over there? Yeah. So you, you're sawing loads of wood. <laughs> 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 And I, we tried to record the podcast and I was editing it and I was yeah. like, oh my God, I'm losing my mind here. Yeah. <laughs> Those yeah. echoes. Yeah. It was a very normal install. It was like nine to five, yeah. two hour lunch, no. working six hours a day. Mm. 4 a.m. drilling, me laughing my head off. <laughs> I, just I was just like, yeah. stress, what, stress what next? <laughs> yeah, it was a crazy install, actually. Mm. Well, folks, uh, I have to go open the museum. So you're all welcome to come by. But I'm going to leave now. W H O.